3305, a crack trucking unit was sent to a detention centre by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. Right. These truckers promptly escaped from a maximum security cell to the Raxler Underground. Today, still wanted by the Pilots' Federation, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Hutton Orbital Radio Truckers. But don't forget the password. Our mics are live. Good evening, 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 everyone, and welcome to the show, Hot Number Radio News, where we have a packed program for you. I know I put it somewhere sensible and I packed it. Ah, maybe later on someone will remind me where that is. Um, it's a safe place, it's a safe place, and we'll have some fun, um, terms and conditions apply. But meanwhile, it is on with this rubbish, uh, and a new story as well, and all the other things that aren't rubbish, like Flossie and things like that. <clears throat> anyway, we're in the all-too-cosy studio tonight. We have the ever-fragrant Norma Snockers. Good evening. <laughs> the ever-flagrant Harry Balzac. Oh, I can't tell you just how much I'm looking forward to this. The ever-fractious loose snockers? Where am I? This isn't the naughty step. And in a rare treat, we have the voice of Galnet News, the august presence of the man, too dignified for a comedy name, but he's not, the ever-forthcoming Commander Witherspoon. I think you did that very well. Good evening. I don't think anyone noticed. <clears throat> anyway, that's um, that's roll call over. Let's get back into an accent I meant to have. And let's get on with the news. Pushy Pussy in Premeditated Opal Purge. Hudson declares state of emergency over bad actors from Hudson. Initiative indicator is donated decal. Refugee Rescue Valley recovers residents. Rebuilding resumes. Atris 5060 explains the AX bump from Refugee Dump. Hackswing chalks up another successful week. Waypoint Wayfarers wander westward. Find out what, what, with Hutton Space. And we delve into Norma's initiative. First tonight, we have reports coming into this very radio station that the scourge of decades past, the black fat felines indigenous population of Riort, long thought to be extinct, is in fact alive and kicking. Kicking so hard that one commander suffered a loss of epic magnitude. Having adopted Mr. Snuggles, 
no relation to our very own Snuggles McKeague, as a shipboard mascot, the commander, who wishes to remain anonymous, uh, at least until he's sure that the cat can't find him again, assumed that the four-legged feline was a native Earth cat, or possible one of the Dizun, Dizun black furry felines. Virtually indistinguishable from their very furry friends, the Riortian variety has taken cattishness to extremes and has led to the demise of many a space pilot. There are rumours that their IQ is somewhere over the double ton and in fact the only thing preventing them taking over the galaxy is the lack of opposable thumbs. That and a weakness for the Catnipius Catput Sipa, or common catnip variety of onion head. Mr. Snuggles accompanied this unknown commander on a mining trip and was intended to bring him good luck and on the occasional bit of company in the ice rings of Skull 285 Sector CA-WB 16-7. His hirsute pushy pussy had other ideas though and it was biding its time, right up to the point that his commander had loaded 108 tons of void opals, the galaxy's most valuable white elephant. At that point, the fast-acting through rather portly Ninja Hairball leaped upon the eject all button, which any sensible commander had covered with gaffer tape and a big do not touch button. The ship duly did as was told and released the voids into the void, lobbing his flight trader's manual at the shipboard assassin along with a stream of rather Anglo-Saxon expletives, he was rewarded with a torn flight suit and deep lacerations to the arms before attempting to launch whatever limpets remained in his mining vessel, which amounted to none. As the cat, now named You Bastard, had waited until just that moment. 59 tons of void opals were recovered via manual scooping, and the cat, after a titanic battle, a can of spray crowd controlled tear gas, a taser, and a large lump hammer was ejected in the last remaining escape pod in a state of deep freeze. The commander set the beacon to hazardous, do not approach, and has set the xenozoologist team at Cannon a little note asking them to come and pick the little sod up. Commanders, please be aware that there's a jolly good reason that Alvin chases cats. You never know when you'll cross paths with a snarling pussy and realise that instead of your usual four-legged condescending bastard, you'll be in the presence of one of the fearsome fat black felines of old Riort. Thanks to Mog. The cat hadn't found the canopy eject lever. Oh, and pray you don't ever find the blue slimy frogs. Or indeed the edible poets. President Hudson of the Federation. Long-time objector to Alvin, Hutton, and indeed the Mug, has declared a Federation-wide state of emergency, citing ad actors at Hutton Orbital, and claiming that Hutton presents the Federation with clear and present danger, the form of cyber-terrorism. A long-successful Hutton helper, now distributed to Hotbox and Hops ship systems, has recently signed up a partnership with the Boffins at Canon Interstellar, opening up a data share for the benefit of all commanders in the galaxy and part of the second layer of defence against the incoming Argoid threat. Hudson disagrees, however, and is accusing the truckers of creating vile and insidious software designed to bring about the fall of the Federation and that you never know when Alvin will ask the truckers to take control of all ships and convert their food replicators to produce super tasty and oh so meaty dog treats. Then we suggest 
of his usual diet of banoffee pie and deep-eyed Twinkies. It's not clear what declaring a state of emergency entails in the Federation that's not already in place following the Thargoid attacks. But his systems now list Hutton as a FedCon 5 threat, and have set their doomsday clocks one more minute closer to midnight. Some say that the loony is one banana short of a bunch, others that he's off his funking rocker and blasting off to deep space. A number of rather more astute political commentators have suggested that he's using it as a tactic to combat his impotence. Though as we understand, the Russian hookers, plastic sheeting and unsavoury choice of liquid body cleanser usually care of that for him. Either that, or they're talking about his ectile Commander Interius Fusion and his collaborator, LCU Nofal Like One of Canon Interstellar, have been at pains to remind everyone that there's nothing untoward about the Hutton Helper. The worst it might do is automatically send you a Hutton decal if you end up as this week's top trucker. More on that later. Commanders wishing to decorate their ships now have a new option that of taking part in the current Instatella initiative. The Pilots' Federation has made a new Bridging the Gap decal, and if you dock one of the two megaships, or at one of the new outposts, a pretty decal featuring a megaship and some uh, research will be made available. A useful device, perhaps, to be able to explain where you've been all this time when you get home. Hutton does as Hutton does. And what Hutton does best is trucking. This week it was live cargo in the form of refugees from the Exigus, which was set on fire the week before by Tharg after he had a tantrum of the toilet roll in the wrong way around on one undercover visit. With a system population of 150,000 souls, excluding military and service personnel, plus that poor sod in the docking control who was cowering under the desk with a pot on his head. Cannon Interstellar flagged it up as a site for an experiment in reducing the length of Dark's incursion. Hutton and our friends at the Tinfoil Brigade of Cannon leaped into action, spearheaded by the Major General, retired, and began to stuff their Hutton luxury liners and cargo cows full to the brim with with worried refugees and dropped them at a nearby rescue megaship. Commander Bangtion, having shipped away 4,000 of them, switched to his rescue Spiegel, ferrying high-risk refugees two at a time in speedruns, passing the trap at 88 seconds from the embarkation to safe deposit, closely followed by Sox, who was clocked by a tidy ton. At the end of the mission, not only were 150,000 refugees saved, we were so thorough that we managed to take them, their pets, their pot plants, a few thousand cowardly custard federal military types who ditched their uniforms and smeared themselves in shit, claiming to be members of the Alliance, a quantity of mannequins who were posing as commanders and an undisclosed number of inflatable pleasure dolls. Cannon are delighted to announce that by removing anyone who looks like a delicious late night snack for Sarg the Mighty and taking away anyone with an orifice that he could probe for his perverse pleasure, or maybe science, 
The Thargoid incursion moved on elsewhere, and the station can now begin repair operations to bring back online and rehouse the population before the four horsemen of the evacuation arrive. Cholera, starvation, a bad lingering smell, and of course, running out of lemons for the gin. LCU's final tallies for the evacuation are as follows. 64 brave commanders, an astonishing 14,055 missions, 184,691 grateful passengers, a massive 1.86 billion credits rewards. Good job, truckers. That's one in the eye for Hudson and his state of emergency. Good evening, truckers. Adris5060 reporting in with the latest updates from Canon Research on the war against the Thargoids. It's been another good week for humanity, where anti-Zero pilots from across the bubble managed to lift five incursions, well done, and even saved three of last week's eagle-eye targets from the bugs. Woohoo! More importantly, we have finally found a new non-combat method of lifting an incursion. As many of you know, Hot Vacation was a joint project between Hacks Command and Cannon Research, where one very grumpy travel agent helped coordinate the evacuation of an entire population of Exegus by successfully evacuating all civilians, the incursion was lifted, and repairs to Slackadier's hangout can now begin. The other four systems' incursions were lifted rather quickly by AXI and its allies, with participation from our very own Hackswing, allowing combat pilots the time to defend three of last week's targeted systems. Unfortunately, there was not enough time to defend LDS-883, Engob, and New Kang. We are confident that these incursions can be lifted quickly, and more time can be focused defending the Thargoids' new targets for the week. Speaking of which, Eagle Eye is reporting that the Thargoids will be targeting HIP-13173, You'll need to read that one. Um, you'd, oh, you'll need to read that one too. Pemepetung, uh, HR-1257, and Kagusuchi. Keep an eye out for orders from Commander Volgo Tuk on where hacks will be engaging the enemy and evacuating civilians from stations. And finally, an operation from op- an, an update from Operation Ida. Repairs continue in the bubble, with Dominic Holding being the most recent station repaired. Operation Ida is now focusing on bringing back online Fabian Terminal in Badabazist as an effort to help the Galactic Rangers recover from the extensive damage caused by the Thargoid incursion that took place over several weeks. Keep up the good work, truckers, and if you haven't already, get involved! Humanity needs the greatest hauling force in the galaxy, that's you, to help fend off the invaders. Good luck out there, truckers, for the mug! We have a briefing from the Hackswing. Incoming message from Hackscom. Well done, truckers. We continue to play a successful game of Whack-A-Tharg and are keeping the caustic critters well contained. 
Last week, all three incursions were cleared and another three prevented in the infested systems. That means there are only three new incursions to turn back this week. We will begin combat operations in LDS-883. This is an incursion, so look for the AX conflict zones. Also, last week's Operation Hot Vacation proved that Tharg loses interest in systems if the snack tin is empty. So all you evac ship pilots, head over to Smith Reserve and ferry the evacuees to the rescue ship. With that combined effort, we should have the system cleared quickly. Once we do, move combat operations to HR-1257. That is an infestation, so you will be looking for the non-human signal sources. Lower threats, 3 and 4, will be a handful of scouts. Higher threats will be a whole mess of scouts, an interceptor, or both. If you need tips on AX combat, just shout in the Hutton Facebook or Discord, or head over to the Hackswing Facebook group. Okay, truckers, let's mount up, fight hard, ferry money, and defend the mug. And Axcom transmission. Defend the mug. A small group of commanders are in the midst of an expedition that shows the true camaraderie of the Hutton spirit. Commanders Graham and Kay, Cully, Overlight and Bam were taking part in the Distant Worlds 2 expedition, but upon reaching Beagle Point had a slight setback. Commander Overlight was just returning to his cockpit after what he called some me time, when he fell foul of someone who we can only presume was one of Don Antonacci's dastardly crew of spoilsport pirates that sent his escape pod hurtling back to Explorer's Anchorage. Overlight says he does know who it was, but he's not saying just yet. His flight companions decided not to continue with the expedition, but instead swanned around, twiddling their joysticks, whistling into their remlocks, until Overlight had covered the 20,000 light years again to reach them. As the Distant World 2 bus was one that actually departed on time, our valiant commanders had the waypoint all to themselves and decided to strike out on their own after taking some group photos. They flew to Salome's Reach and are currently attempting to reach Ericsson's Star, which is the most westerly point of the galaxy. This is a tricky operation given that the star density is extremely low in that area of the galaxy. To date, only 87 commanders have reached this point. Commander Overlight does say he will be publishing this route in near future for all adventurers. Those that have a whopping jump range, that is. Once they get there, they will, of course, do the sensible thing and cross the entire galaxy to reach the most easterly point, followed by the most southerly point, and then back to Colonia with enough exploration data to expand them back to the bubble. They're mostly visiting stars on the way and looking for rarities like Wolf Rayet stars, anything out of the ordinary. Why are they doing this? The stated reasons were to get Commander Bam's odometer up to one million light years, but also because why not? But here at Hutton News, we have gained exclusive access to the real reasons behind this trip. The members of this expedition have been following up on a rumor that relates to the character known as The Lady. They have interpreted some of her ravings and cryptic statements made during her various meetings with Salome. What they believe is that visiting a specific set of stars in a prescribed sequence with a specific number of commanders in a very specific ship configuration will open up further clues from the archives of The Dark Wheel. The four brave and intrepid explorers have apparently decided to test this theory in attempt to 1. 
Gain absolute proof of the location of the Thargoid homeworld using very accurate location information from the Galcop archives. 2. Locate the so-called Gateway to Raxler using the Thargoid homeworld coordinates, plus some other data from the Galcop archives. Those latter items the explorers have declined to share with us at this time, declaring that they want to keep it to themselves until the time is right. All we can say is, good luck commanders from everyone here at Hudden Orbital, you are definitely showing the spirit that is for the mug. What? Me? No. I told you I'm not doing it. What do you mean you're not doing it? I'm just not. No one listens anyway. Of course they do. Seriously? I mean, look at the data. A truckload of systems over 60%. Everyone stopped boosting Hackhole. Everything, everything I said not to do last week is right there in black and white. And blue. And an annoying amount of red. That's not because they don't listen. Sometimes it just doesn't go to plan. That's all. No, honestly. They don't listen and they just wander around doing whatever they want. That squeaky voice buffoon says go there and fight Thargoids. Everyone races off. LCU wants a station evacuating. Everyone races off. You mention the chance of getting a mug and everyone falls over themselves. Don't be daft, Lou. Sure, they do other stuff as well, but they need you to tell them what needs doing in our systems. Nope, that's it. That's all you're getting from me. I'm not even going to tell you where you can check it out for yourself because I can't do a book voice and it only sounds right in a book voice. Well, I suppose that's right. Just get Norma on. People listen to her. This week, the CGs are back. Zendi Partners has called for increased deliveries of Guardian commodities in Senyuf EN-H D11-96, the newly established hub for Guardian Human Technological Research. If successful, the CG will unlock the ability to purchase Guardian modules at the prospect and a Guardian tech broker at the prospect. More details later. Well, I can only apologise for what must have been one of the most shambolic news. Apparently, every one of us were sharing the same false teeth, which is definitely a hygiene issue. But uh, thank you for sticking around. If you want to listen to that on the podcast edit, <coughs> Ventura, good luck. Um, but uh, we do have a theme, I believe, for tonight's music. And we are coming up to our very first tune of the evening in honour of our esteemed there's that steamed colleague, Commander Witherspoon. Yeah, we got a touch of class. Rimsky Korsakov's flight of the bumblebee from the tale of Sar Sultan. Sar Sultan is a silent th, isn't it? Tar, tar, tar. Tsar Sultan. Hutton Orbital Radio. If you think death is unpleasant, just wait till you die. And what? That was just that's just a little a little moment of of of, of class, a little, a little bit of highbrow 
Uh, yeah, we're raising the standards starting now. Lovely. We had a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a wrong point. Oh, we, we couldn't have dropped him. <laughs> well, I wish you'd stop. Um, right, Crikey, what have we got for tonight? We've got a ton of things. We also thank you very much to Falkeltook for the Hackswing update. We do have um, a Crikey, I'm not, I'm not even sure. Is that a. Oh, Crikey. Updates on Dusto Benty Balls from uh, Commander Claire Helen. We've got uh, Char. Oh, yes. Yeah, we'll start with a positive. So, uh, finally, we managed to get the special effects and Hearing Dog UK uh, donations made, uh, which was fantastic to get them done and dusted, and they've been very appreciative of it, which is always good to see. Um, a massive 2,000, just shy of 2,300 pounds, wasn't it? The figures are available on Elite communitymeet.info website you can click on the past events look at the Manchesters and you'll see the financial statements there for the exact breakdown but what that does mean is that over the last 12 months due to the various different drives and events we've run Elite Meet and Hub and Orbital Truckers have now raised £10,065.91 for Hearing Dogs UK and that they, 91 pence is really important well they've been in touch because that's a particularly key figure for them. And it means that they are now willing to allocate that total towards sponsoring our very own puppy through its training. So we'll get some more information on this. I think we even get to to potentially suggest a name for this um, pup. Um, obviously, it's not a job that will be left to me. But... <laughs> Puppy pop face aside, um, we'll, we'll get more information from Alvin uh, on Super Special News on that uh, in the next few weeks as it comes to light. And we have a massive update on the Dusty Bento Balls. Um, what we'll do is, because I believe this is in the, no it's not the forum, that's a different one isn't it? I see. Michael's journey through the stars from Frontier. Now that's a really beautiful uh, thread if you've not seen it uh, Frontier paid a visit let me just call it up so I can get his name and not do him an injustice um, it was a post that was made by Commander Freebooted um, whose 15 year old nephew Michael has been quite unwell um, in hospital and Frontier popped in because he loves Elite and he put up a kind of heartfelt kind of, you know, he plays in solo groups in uh, private sessions because he doesn't, you know, well, well, crikey, if you watched the streams earlier on today from various different people, uh, you know why you don't play in uh, open if you can avoid it, especially if you're just trying to enjoy your gameplay. And uh, he's putting out a request, you know, how best to show the galaxy and what's in the game uh, to his nephew Michael and he has been inundated with offers of uh, people willing to fly with him in a private group to particular key points uh, we've got commanders offering up a seat in their ships through multi-crew out at Beagle Point and Sage. it is one of those things that just reminds you that you know what for all the uh, difficult and unpleasantness that is in the game and around the game with different members and things, that the core of the elite dangerous players are just stunning individuals that will always go out of their way to get involved when when that uh, 
request is put out there. Um, so do check that out if you can. We shall put the link for that into the um, chat on Twitch so that you guys can... Oh, God, I can't do it that way. I've got to do a control and see. Go and check it out. And if you have any ideas or you're anywhere particularly interesting and you're able to sort of offer some support to show off the part of the galaxy that you're in, um, then go and pop a wee post on that and see if you can make it happen. And let us know. Get some video of it as well so that we can see how things done. But, Commanders, you continue to inspire and make all the work and efforts that we put into the things to entertain you, <laughs> in quotes, uh, and all the charity works that we do. It's just lovely to see that people are genuinely nice for once. If you had a tough week, go into that thread. It'll cheer you up. It'll make you feel a lot better. And I thought fair dues to Frontier. Within 24 hours of the original post, uh, Sally and Paige went out and visited him and took a whole load of signed elite stuff for for Michael. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just, yeah, again, as I say, it, it does your heart good, doesn't it, Pete? I mean, Pete has to wade through all the unpleasantness in order to get us the Galnet digests and stuff. There's something that's at least really digestible. Yes, yes. I mean, it, it, I, I think it's important to remember that we, we are basically a wonderful group of people who live in this galaxy. And yes, there are one or two people who perhaps push things are, but basically, we're a pretty good bunch. Yeah, it's a decent bunch of human beings. Crikey. Uh, so yeah, do check that out and have a look. Let's see, what else have we got? <laughs> Intro typical. You know, no good effort doesn't go uh, unwasted. I uh, spent some time today making a nice new theme tune for Flossie to replace the community goal, only to see that Frontier have released a community goal, which kind of undermines it. We're still going to bloody play it, right? We're still going to blue and well play it. And I also created a lovely hot pit report. What was the hot pit part there, Steve? What was it? Well, I was grumpy because nothing had gone right this week. So we did nothing. We didn't do a hot pit report. In which case, you know what? I think... We'll do that, then we'll have a quick update on what's going on with the Dusty Bento Balls event, which is our convoy planned for, is it the 8th of June? It is. Yeah. Yeah. 8th of June, and should be epic fun. We'll be on radio and Twitch and all that kind of stuff, but we'll give you the updates on that in a second. Alright, okay, so I've been promising Hot Pit a theme tune since we started, what, three years ago, four years ago, whatever it was. It's true. And today, hot pit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, what rhymes with pit? And we've already, but we've already used that one for hoba. Well, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I had a good giggle going over some of them, and I have to apologise that you know, that, um, despite my best efforts, some of these are actually a bit of an earworm, um, and I ap- apologise for anyone that finds himself humming or start, you know, repeating this tune for the uh, rest of time. But it's on your own fault. It's Hot Pit's fault. So we're going to go... Have you got some things? Because I know we've got a Colonia report as well handy. So, yeah, let's do. Let's pretend like we've got a Hot Pit report. <laughs> let's go for it. And I'm going to hit you with your nice, new, brand spanking, shiny, never-been-played publicly, Hot Pit intro. And then I shall hand over to you. Hot Pit's report. Here with all of the latest Hot Pit report, but what does it mean? When they say we're expanding, does that mean that we're all getting fat? 
Where can we sell all our data and not be a dirty truck and funked up cock and boob loving, useless, incredibly annoying truck and Hot pit report. Here with all the instructions. Hot pit report. It's time for the hot pit report. I wasn't expecting it to be quite that amusing or quite that long. (laughs) (laughs) Send somebody to somebody else. (laughs) Oh, dear. It only goes downhill from here. Okay, so we'll start with Colonia. We have missions and passenger missions in EL Procol Centauri, Doriso and Tia. And we can bounty hunt in EO Procol Centauri or Doriso and hand in at EO Procol Centauri or Tia. So no handing in bounties at Doriso. As always with trade, buy low and sell high. And expiration data, again, EO Procol Centauri and Tia, but do check with King Hanky before you're going to drop any data. There's a special instruction here as well. We need people to work for Jacks in Fort Mug because they're in danger of retreat and that would open it up to a potentially hostile faction. So please work for Jacks as well as us. In the bubble, we genuinely have way too many systems in the red. That 60% that we set is not a target, it's a barrier. So unless there's another faction within 10%, we really don't want to be above 50 So in the following systems, we need to work against HOT, not too much, just missions and things. And in order of their two highness, Van Marnen Star first, LP525-39, WISE 0855-0714, Leuton 145-141, Trepin, and at home in Alpha Centauri. So I did tell you there was a lot, and that's the list. The only other places of note really are Ross 671, where... There's a faction getting a little bit close, so a boost there would be quite nice. And we are struggling to raise Hagholes influence. Uh, missions are a bit rubbish. Passengers are almost all VIP sightseers. So that makes it a bit tricky. But we're truckers, and if we hit it hard, we can do it. So push that Haghole, and let's take it over. Brilliant. There we go. That was nice, nice and straightforward. Um, let's... Let's just get the best out of that intro and play it as your outro. Hot Pit Report Here with all of the latest Hot Pit Report But what does it mean? When they see we're expanding Does that mean that we're all getting fat? Probably. Where can we sell all our data and not be a dirty truck and funked up cock and boob loving, useless, incredibly annoying truck and Hot pit report here with all the instructions. Hot pit report. It's time for the hot pit report. I hope it was worth the wait. Oh, Commander. Bodywash is asking a question. Would doing bounties in the hag hole help? Or just missions and passing? Yes, bounties will help. Up to a point, obviously. It's not a massive system, so the uh, the bounty bucket isn't huge, but feel free to f- pile them in there. There we go. Thank you very much for the question, Naughty Bodywash. Right. Okay. Let's get through this uh, large report we've got sitting here on our desk from the update from our Dusty Bento Balls. 
Uh, this report comes directly in from Commander Claire Helen. We have about 44 commanders signed up through the registration form so far. And uh, that's a good thing, by the way, just in case you know, we need more people to sign up. If you're going to get in touch and uh, involved, please use the sign-up form. It helps them keep track of it and assign wings. <coughs> anyway, and there are some truckers in there as well now, which is good. There are still pirates... Quite a lot of them, in fact, but we have now achieved the utopia that is true pirate diversity. We have your regular pirates, your part-time pirates, the Robin Hood types who plan on stealing from the rich and so on, pirates by association from watching too many films of Johnny Depp, and as well as the secret pilots we don't actually know are coming yet, but have cleared their dance cards out and oiled their planks. There is a trucker going and it's our job now to get them there alive or at least in as few rebuys as possible. It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. Checks dictionary for term and stands by definition. What we will be doing now is checking with Alvin what the final plan of explosion is for the day and publicising it soon on Face Twitter. We will be collecting balls from Bento. Flying to collect some dance dust to fill them with and along the way charge them up in the occasional jet cone as well. Bring shields. Several wings entering a jet cone together may be akin to a tumble dryer, but you had me at hello and hell yes I am in this for the craziness. There will be scoopable stars as well as plenty that are not. There will be plenty of anarchy systems so we don't have to worry about getting in trouble with teacher again and can get away with murder. At the end, there is a homage to the Hutton with a longish supercruise for the remaining pirates to sharpen their teeth ready to pull you out at the final moment and have their wicked way with you. Cannon will be putting on fireworks at the end, or possibly Cannon will be basically whichever of the two is not a 1980s calculator manufacturer. I get them kind of confused. We will be needing to get in touch with the wing leaders to feed out the route to them. The route is still secret, partly because... I'm spring cleaning and off the life of me. I can't remember where I put it. We'll be catching up with the backlog of a decal request in the next day or so. That is the update from Dusty Bento Balls. Get involved. Uh, do we have a tiny URL for this? I think we do, don't we? <laughs> Please tell me. I don't remember the oh one that we've sent up. We're just experimenting with some URLs at the moment. Yes. With us. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes! <laughs> It is Dusty Bento Balls, tinyurl.com, um, dust, uh, Dusty, uh, Dusty Bento Balls. And if you want to set up for the wings, uh, you can use the Dusty Bento Balls in Wings uh, tinyurl as well, and that will help you. Those are the sign-up sheets. Uh, you can check out the event on the Facebook event part of Hutton Orbital Facebook page. Do check it out. Get involved. It's going to be fun. If you've forgotten what it's like to have fun, it's the bit that makes your face hurt when you smile. And we will be trying to come up with some kind of nice uh, music to go along with this as well. Um, so if you have a band and you have written a song that's ideal for convoying, then, you know, get in touch. We'd love to. We would absolutely love to um, have you uh, part of your music and promote it on our on our show and it will stop us Tiny Bento Balls says move tinyurl.com forward slash tiny bento don't don't go to tiny bento balls please just don't just for your own safety and sanity um right so is there a backlog then um guys from deco requests from top truckers and things 
That's what it says. So I'm guessing that uh, it's been uh, possibly due to Mr. Dave's illness. Yeah. Poorly. Uh, I've, I've been saying to keep a, a note of all the decal stuff at the end of the script. But I'm not sure if I did last week. Okay, so what we're looking for then is if you can give them um, until next week, maybe two weeks to to catch up, that just gives them plenty of time before um, sending in your angry emails. Uh, but do, after two weeks, please do send in an email if you've been given a decal so that we can uh, definitely not lose track because we want everyone who can to have one. And if you've been a top trucker, then you blooming well deserve it. So you make sure your emails are sent in to... Oh, right, okay. In fact, I'm getting a message from our um, admin slave team that they would prefer actually get in touch again if you were due to get one over the last couple of um, weeks uh, to I took part at huttonorbital.com. I took part at huttonorbital.com. Send your emails in, register yourself and let them know that you're due a decal so that they can keep on top of that for you. It does get difficult. I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, the state of our inbox. It is... Um, <laughs> it I makes it makes Moof's bathroom floor look tidy. <laughs> so what's wrong with poor David? Oh right, well see, David got um, lit, um, now. If you remember ECM when we were doing the teardown, he was crawling around in his hands and knees, and he felt uh, a strange pop in his knee, and he thought, "Oh yeah, bugger! I think I've just you know." cracked the cartilage or something and his leg was a wee bit sore and his leg continued to get sore and more sore and more sore and then began to swell and swell and swell so it became quite apparent that he had done something to it um he has since at some point in the last two weeks ago had to go and have a have it prodded by professionals to go hmm that doesn't look good hmm uh it is still sore but he is um, still walking on it. Uh, it's not broken. It's all good. It's just one of those weird things that, you know, if, if I tell you about it, you'll go, and you'll never go near him again. But it's not contagious. So he has slightly less than the average number of working knees. Yeah, well, his knee works. It's just that there is basically what he, he, he ruptured an internal pocket of some sort and it has um, caused a reaction in the muscles in the rest of his leg and it'll take a while it'll take a long while for that to sort itself out meanwhile he has got a weakness there now which means he can do it again and again and again if he doesn't look after himself properly so it's, it's crawling around on the floor. It's well, crawling on the around the floor is what caused him to rupture. It's been there. He just doesn't know. If you think about his job, he spends all times on his feet and his knees, um, which is of course the prostitute's life. It's <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, a tough job. <laughs> oh God, he's going to kill me. Um, I keep forgetting. You know, if we don't do shows together, then he, you know, he's going to be free run like next week to sort of throw something out there that I can't reply to until I'm back on. Um, right, so we hope he gets better. We hope he's looking after himself and behaving himself with that knee because it's only going to get more and more sore. So it is funny watching him walk in the spiral. <laughs> he's got a leg like Popeye's arms. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, that is what's going on with poor old Dave. That's why his leg is lots of sympathy then. Yeah, he has, and it's one of these things where you can't rest it. You can't 
leave it sitting and sitting. So you can't sit, you can't stand, you can't lie down for any significant lengths of time because they are all very bad for it. So he's currently hovering with cats and buttered toast strapped to various parts of him <laughs> to achieve that perfect geostationary orbit. Levitationary. Yes. So he's trying hard. He's trying hard. So that's that. Crikey, we're, we're going to get through it. I'm going to hand over to uh, to you, Lou. Are you, if you guys are, are you ready? Yes, I think yep. now it's time to take another look at how all the pilots out there view each other. I look down on the competent pilot because I am an elite pilot and I never use any form of help when flying. I look up to the elite pilot, but I look down at the harmless pilot because I am a competent pilot. I sometimes use help when flying. I know my place. I look up to the competent pilot, but not as much as I look up to the elite pilot. I am an armless pilot. I look down on the competent pilot because I always exit a jump at full throttle and start scooping immediately to save time. I look up to the elite pilot because I wish I had that kind of nerve. But I look down on the harmless pilot because I throttle down to zero as soon as the Corvass says four in the countdown. I know my place. I look up to them both. But I use hyperspace defrottle because I'm still learning. And suns are so pretty that I can forget to throttle back by myself. You all know our place, but what do we get out of it? I get a sense of inferiority from both of them, but I don't need to worry about exploding if the front doorbell rings. I get a sense of superiority of the harmless pilot, but a sense of inferiority from the elite pilot. I get a lot of heat damage. Well, I'm sure that my place is in the wrong. So quickly over to Norma, sorry, Flossie, for her news on the interstellar initiatives. When the universe is in trouble... Bug infestations in the bubble Your home station's burnt rubble What on earth can we do When your faction leader's a dog And your daily tasks are a slog You're feeling like a used cog What on earth can we do now Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie Tells us what she thinks it is, then you can get involved with this. Now you should listen to what Flossie says. Listen to what Flossie says. What on earth can we do? Do what Flossie tells you to. What if she talks nonsense? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this You should listen to what Flossie said Now we heard what Flossie said We can put this matter to bed Just keep a voice in your head Flossie told you what to do Goodness me, I wasn't expecting that. What a long introduction. 
Right, uh, Flossie here with this week's Interstellar Initiatives, which incorporates community goals, news. Sandy Partners requests Guardian Commodities. Sandy Partners has called for increased deliveries of Guardian Commodities in CNUF EN-H D11-96, the newly established hub for Guardian Human Technological Research. CEO Freya Tain made the following announcement. My company has established a scientific research post outpost in Guardian Space named The Prospect, which also serves as the termination point for a megaship transport service from the Zendi system. The next step is to procure a license that will allow a technology broker to trade from The Prospect. In preparation for this, we invite the galactic community to collect Guardian commodities from nearby ancient ruins and bring them to the outpost. This will allow us to provide a stock of existing Guardian human technology, while also stimulating further studies into this extinct civilization. Deliveries should be made to the prospect in the Sinov ENHD1196 system. <clears throat> the appeal began today, 16th of May, and will run for one week. If the maximum requested total is achieved earlier than planned, Zendi Partners will end the campaign immediately. To earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering Guardian commodities to the prospect in the new ENHD 1196 system. If the community goal is successful, commanders will unlock the ability to purchase Guardian modules at the prospect. You will still need to have previously unlocked the modules via tech brokers and a Guardian tech broker at the prospect. There's also a decal which only needs you to dock aboard one of the megaships or at the prospect to qualify. And that's this week's Interstellar Initiatives. Thank you, you Flossie. Oh, aren't we going to get the whole version again? It's a bit of a big one, but... Uh, We've had a request from Claire Helen. <sighs> Seeing as it's you asking, Claire. When the <laughs> universe is in trouble Bug infestations in the bubble Your home station's burnt rubble What on earth can we do When your faction leader's a dog And your daily tasks are a slog you're feeling like a used cog What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this You should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you now you should listen to what Flossie says. Listen to what Flossie says. What on earth can we do? Do what Flossie tells you to. What if she talks nonsense? Interstellar initiatives. Let Flossie tell you what it is. Then you can get involved with this. You Listen to what Flossie said Now we heard what Flossie said We can put this matter to bed Just keep a voice in your head Flossie told you what to do 
Lovely. Well, it's time for our second tune of the evening, one that I'm sure will turn out to be a misprint as we all get aboard the groovy train by the farm. McTharcoids. Everyone loves McTharcoids. There's no other restaurant within a 10-hour flying radius and with no fly-through, you absolutely have to park up and get stuck in because, frankly, there's nowhere else to go. But while you're here... If meaty and fun in a hut and shaped bun tickles your fancy, then the McDistance Burger is for you. A mature and hard-to-chew burger layered with so much grated trumble, it's fur out. Just like the station and a flavor you won't soon forget. We know that a long journey can leave even the most relaxed pilot stressed out. But at McThargoids, we know stressed is dessert spelled backwards. So one at try a Hutton Orbital McWhippy made from equal parts raspberry and chango fish sauce. It's the taste of chill and thrill. Discovered after all the supplies had run out and delivery drivers couldn't be bothered to make the journey, the McFishbury is now one of the Orbital's favorite desserts. Or maybe you should try our McMutton Orbital. Our lamb patty is possibly one of the freshest meats we offer, and this is due to our unique deal with the supplier. They simply ship a load of lambs to us, and by the time they are here, they are matured and tasty and ready to harvest. So, pop into Hutton McThargoids today! Delivery service has been suspended while we wait for our drivers to return. All ingredients are guaranteed fresh prior to delivery to the station. All meat products come with a waiver. McThargoids! Flavour that stays the distance. Hello, and welcome to a very special edition of Harry Balzac Drops In. Tonight I'm not travelling to exotic locations, telling you about the wonders of the galaxy, reviewing restaurants with a three-scoopable star rating, or even visiting one of the pleasure palaces of the Outer Rim. Apparently, the management at Hutton Orbital Radio seem to have a different definition of reasonable expenses from mine. So this time I'm sticking close to home. Hutton Orbital. When it came to a choice of subject, I turned to my listeners. My sack has been bulging this week, and a quick rummage revealed a letter from our very own apology officer. The letter was short. It consisted of just the word... Sorry. ...and a name, or rather a job title. My family has always been intrigued by a mystery, and this enigma tickled this Balzac. Today it is my intention to bring to you... The Story... Nay, the epic saga that is the history behind the life of the so-called floor-mopping guy. Who is this mysterious figure? Why does he mop the corridors of Hutton Orbital with such intensity? Why did he always wear that white spandex outfit? I first met floor-mopping guy as he and his mop made their way toward the Hutton Orbital radio offices. It was 2pm on a Thursday afternoon local time. The station was busy and Cecil was asleep, processing his lunch. I attempted to interrupt Floor Mopping Guy to ask him a few searching questions. He just glared at me as I introduced myself, and his agitation only grew as I pumped him for information. Finally, he reverse-mopped, pirouetted round me, and was gone like a cat. A Floor Mopping Cat. As he swished his way industriously across the studio, I heard... He moved towards the crew with intense sweeping motions. 
Sorry. Why? He's going to be in here for bloody hours now and I'd have to get to that coffee festival on the parade before it closes and they pack up all the freebies. The presenters let out a selection of sighs, exclamations and swear words as they lifted their feet in unison. You won't get anything from him anyway. He was here before any of us and I've never heard him say a word. Maybe Van Tion will know more. I found Commander Vantien in his office, sorting his gin collection into alphabetical order. He's been here forever. Why do you think this place is always so spotless? It really should be a lot grottier than it is, and that's down to floor mopping guy. Doesn't even work here. Well, as far as I know, anyway. Does he ever rest? Well, the security bog spaniels have to find him and herd him towards the police station. Usually when he gets there, someone shoots him with a dart. Then they use a big butterfly net to restrain him until the sedative takes effect. While he's out, they feed him through a tube and clean him up. As soon as he's awake, he's off again, though. I decided to follow the man himself. I caught up with him at the hotbox offices on the lower rotunda. Commanders scattered before him like commuters at an unannounced ticket check. Their eyes wide and their movements frantic. Those who ended up behind him fell to the floor, screaming in anguish and clawing at their eyes. The rapid side-to-side shifting of his butt cheeks in skin-tight white spandex was just too traumatic for them. The traumatised were left where they fell. There was seemingly no help for them at that point. Doors were locked and blinds drawn. Commander Rampage hammered on an office door, pleading to be let in. Guys... This isn't funny. Let me in. He's here. Come on. Let me in. Come on, please. Someone relented and he was dragged inside. Floor mopping guy rounded a corner and the horror was over, just as swiftly as it began. Commanders emerged cautiously to recover their comrades and the recovery operation began. As we approached Hutton's infamous cubicle three... A change came over our friend. He slowed and mopped with reluctance. He didn't want to go there, and his swish-swooshing spoke volumes. Right then, something astonishing happened. The mopping stopped, and he became just a guy. A guy standing in front of a small bronze plaque on the wall. From somewhere... I don't want to know where. He produced a cloth, spat on it, and wiped the plaque clean from the accumulated grime of station life. A single tear rolled down his chin and dropped to the floor with a soft splash. His head snapped down to the tiny tear puddle and his arms flicked into action again. The tear was gone and he was floor-mopping guy once again. I've passed his plaque a hundred times. Maybe a thousand. I don't have the best diet. But have never stopped. But this time, I stepped forward and read the inscription for the first time. In memory of the victims of 9th March 3299. The day when the Cubicle 3 storage tanks ruptured. A day which the people of Hutton Orbital will long remember as... Brown Sunday. I gulped audibly. 
I had heard stories about Brown Sunday. As horrible as it was, I knew that this was significant. I got to a terminal and started going through old Gownet articles. The answers came fast and soon a familiar face stared out at me from one of the articles. As it turns out, floor mopping guy was the on-duty cubicle three attendant on that fateful day. When disaster struck, he was caught in the direct path of the tidal wave of jobbies, or Poonami, if you will. He was saved only by jamming his mop Charlene across the cubicle three door and hanging on for dear life. If you're ever in there, Take a moment to look up from your gownet printout and examine the inside of the doorframe. The dents are still there. After the cascade of crap had ended, our hero, because he is a hero, stayed on for the clean-up operation, working tirelessly to clear the corridors and install industrial-strength magic tree air fresheners everywhere. Over time, his actions became more obsessive and manic, he ditched his standard-issue uniform for the white spandex so he could move with less friction and spot the dirt more quickly. In the old days, he still talked and would mutter about the place being filthy. He often spoke, murmuring, wondering how could he ever get Hutton clean after the incident. But as the years went by, he no longer had time for idle chit-chat. I never did get my interview. I didn't find out his side of the story, and he's still mopping. And maybe that's for the best. Experiences like that can scar a creature, and being asked to relive them can bring back nightmares and sensory flashbacks. So next time you see Floor Mopping Guy, just take a moment. Even if your need for Cubicle 3 can be described as pretty bloody urgent and give him a respectful nod. He's earned it. And who knows, he may reward you with a pirouette from him and Charlene. That's it for this special edition of Harry Balzac Drops In. The subject for our next edition has yet to be decided, but if my expenses claims aren't met, it'll be Harry Balzac Stays In. Galnet News Digest, 16th of May 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Mega Jump Mishap creates competence questions. Galaxy and Meltdown's cheat module exposed. Seven weeks missing. More gripping goings on. Mega Jump Mishap creates competence questions. Segnan Exchange has claimed that the late running of the inaugural Megabus service to the Guardian Ruins demonstrates that Zendi partners are incapable of running the service properly, and they've offered to step in to take over. 
Thursday the 16th of May should have been a big day for Zendi, with the conduit setting off for the first time on its weekly rural bus route timetable to help commanders uncover the secrets of the Guardians, and to lure a Guardian technologist to come to live in the system. But there was egg on the Zendi partners' faces when the time for departure came and went, and the megaship stayed resolutely immobile. Commanders waking up aboard were shocked and confused to find they hadn't moved. The company issued a somewhat lame excuse that the driver had got stuck in the lift on his way to the bridge. But did that really happen to drivers of both ships at the same time? Cedric Stone of rival organisation Segnan Exchange has been spreading rumours that Zendi partners are already in financial trouble and didn't have the money to pay for the Jamponium, and has said that if Zendi partners are unable to fulfil their commitments, they should stand aside and let a more capable outfit run the transports. The megaships finally made their jumps one hour late, which is good, because it entitles all passengers to a 50% rebate on their fares. Galaxy in Meltdown as Cheat Module Exposed There's been an outcry this week following revelations that some commanders have a special module fitted that allows them to reconfigure the colour of their ship's heads-up display. Cheating commanders have been able to configure pretty pink or soothing cyan schemes, while honest commanders have to make do with boring old orange. But it's even worse than that. There are rumours that the module can make far more serious changes, including making your hollow me look vaguely like you want it. The Pilots' Federation has made it quite clear that any commanders caught cheating will suffer the most severe consequences imaginable a three-day shadow ban, and a sternly worded email. Seven weeks missing. 67 commanders joined the first great planetary expedition, but figures obtained by Galnet Digest reveal that after nearly seven weeks, only 15 of them have arrived at the finish line. Commander Alec Turner, who organised the expedition to drive round the planet Kume in a fleet of SRVs, is among the missing. His philosophy is that if a thing's worth doing, it's worth doing in the slowest, most complicated and difficult way possible, and it seems likely that he's chosen to circumnavigate the planet in a zigzag pattern. The 15 successful commanders are easy to find. They've been stinking out the bars in Bridger Town and leaving little trails of sand wherever they go. Their skin has been sunburned to a wrinkly crisp texture, except for a startlingly pale circle around each eye, where their goggles went. Concerns are growing for the many missing commanders amid fears that they may have become trapped in narrow canyons, have sunk into the shifting sands of a remote desert, or have lost their way and be driving round and round in lots of very small circles, instead of one very big one. In his last communication, before the current radio silence, Commander Turner said that he thinks of the members of the first great planetary expedition as family. The sort of family, presumably, that you lose touch with. More gripping goings-on. In a thrilling follow-up to the ongoing mystery of the missing Diamondback Explorer, staff at Fort Dixon in Vega reported this week that two tonnes of hydrogen fuel have gone missing 
from the station's inventory. Staff reportedly ran two stock checks, and on each occasion the hydrogen was still missing. Then they remembered that they'd used the canisters to prop up the leg of a wonky table, and it all turned out to be a silly mistake. Perhaps someone should check whether the missing Diamondback Explorer has been parked round the back of the station. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Thank you very much, um, Commander Witherspoon. That was, uh, as usual, your material is as well presented and well digested. There's always not a colon out of place. I to keep my colon. You keep your colons clean, do you? <laughs> uh, Commander Palantir's in the uh, Twitch chat trying to collect your guesses if you know what the themes were. Um, so far, we have had three tunes. We have had... Haven't? Sorry? We have had... Have we had three? Well, yes. We've had two, haven't we? Two. 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 Uh, if, you, the the theme tunes you put to, together were probably as lo- longer than most of the other tunes, but it's I only wonder, two so far. Oh. Are the theme tunes part of the guess? No, I don't think so because I didn't pick the theme, so I didn't know to to fit them in. But they could be, they could be applicable. I don't know. Um, we'll find out later on. So your first tune tonight was, of course, Rimsky Koroskov's uh, "Flight of the <laughs> Fumblebee." by the tale of Tsar Saltine. Um, and our second tune this evening was um, Groove Train by The Farm. Did you say Flight of the Fumblebee? It's a little, little Freudian slip. Yes, a, a little Fumblebee. Um, and our next tune, of course, well, we've got, you know, we've got Buck next. Uh, oh, have I got his intro? I think I do. I think I do. It's just all it's delightful tunes. Yes, his new intro. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I, you know what? There are some times when I listen to what I've done and I think, I can't beat that. I've done it. It's good. And Top Trucker is one of those highlights of my entire time um, being a complete and utter idiot. Um, I don't think I can beat it. I've tried to complete it and make it into a full song. It just doesn't work. It's one of those I things... Can... I can, I can remember the night you recorded that because you were on TeamSpeak after one of the shows and went away for 20 minutes and back again version of that song. Yep. Sometimes magic happens. And, and I think, you know, if you're watching on Twitch, magic is about to happen again. Um, so next is everyone's favourite skin tone reference chart. It's good old Buck Naked. I don't really know if it's skin tone or more hair colour. Anyway, that's beside the point. But first... A tune that Buck assures us all is his um, calling card. Has this been vetted? I'm a bit well, he hasn't. <laughs> he can do the good vet. Um, it is Sexuality by Billy Bragg. Enjoy you, and Buck will be on straight after. On the far side of the bubble. On the dark side of an airless moon. On the slightly more interesting side of a ravine, there lived the engineer. 
The engineer can make your lasers more powerful. Your engines speedier. And your gas tank really, really big. What do you want? I want fish. Wait, what? That's right, fish! Carp, char, chub, jack, loach, crabby, muckabait, prickleback, sole, snook, snake, tang, wahoo, wabagum, banjo, banga, snook, sole, shad, scat, come on by with the long nose cat. Noodlefish, nibblefish, northern squaw, hooma, hooma, nooka, nooka, wapa, wapa. What about Swedish fish? Why the hell not? Thanks, mister! You're in the wrong commercial! Well, shit! Fish, because, you know, space! there, truckers. It's old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways, back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as being reincarnated as Moof's Lou. Let that one sink in. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping around like them bullfrogs down by the creek, Commander Short Engineer 78 took the lead with almost 75,500 light-years jumped. Is everyone trying to see all the Milky Way before the Big Bang reverses itself? What's going on here? Tearing up the Don's dastardly desperados this week is Commander Cyberboff, <laughs> Cyber B O F H, with 80,000, or sorry, 80.2 million credits earned and accounted for. Keep them popping like zits, Commander. We gotta keep that Don Antonacci down. Our top mission trucker this week is the Sergeant Major General Lieutenant we all know and love, Commander Nocta Vegas, with 722 mission points earned. Way to go, Hoss. That's some impressive work right there. Hauling cargo like a hunting trucker oughta, Commander Manu Verkel transported and sold just about 40,500 tons this week. Well, it ain't last week's numbers, but you're first place this week, Commander. Way to go. 
Driving the hunting high speed rail this week, our Sergeant Major General Lieutenant Commander Nocte hauled 18,452 passengers around the galaxy and got his name mentioned twice here. Know what that means? Well, <laughs> I don't know either. But we got ourselves a new challenge here set forth by Commander FTM Mustang. It's open season on Thargoids and you don't even need a license or tags for it. So, if you're into fumigating a few bugs, fire up that ship and get to Thargoid hunting. First one to 10,000 kills is the winner, and I seen the prize, it's worth fighting for. Our top Thargoid killer this past week is that very same Commander FTM Mustang with 514 Thargoids dismembered. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is still held by Commander Lithobreaker in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 9 seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of May was done by Commander Malice XR3 in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 56 seconds. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways. The only ships in the galaxy will come with a book of jokes about outer space that you can read on your way to Hutton Orbit. Speaking of which, what is a commander's favorite chocolate? A Mars bar. That, that was... Well, yeah. <laughs> something else, wasn't it? <sighs> I don't know how we're supposed to keep booking line. Maybe with a hint as to what will happen if he doesn't behave. This is Guillotine by the Wombats. Shield at 14%. Thanks for the warning. But I can read. Space. These guys are going to gank me. Incoming communication. Open a channel. Feeble pilots, you will surrender your craft to us or face destruction. Well, I could, but there's at least one thing my craft does better than yours. Oh yeah? What's that? Break. Now I've got you. One down, one to go. Alert. Escape pod alarm. A commander requires rescue. Somebody else's problem. Incoming communication. Go on then. Keep them coming. That was my brother, you son of a spacer. And his bounty will be very useful. Look, there's two ways this can go. So how about we call a truce so I can pick up his pot? Um, how about no? Alert. Escape pod alarm. A commander requires rescue. Yeah, yeah. They can keep each other company until some other sucker comes through. One more bounty in the bank. Good. Updating Elite Federation of Pilots record. Your combat rating has increased to below average. 
Well, don't let my official record fool you. Congratulations, Commander Thane. Find out more information about Escape Velocity at laveradio.com or slash Escape Velocity. You can back Chris in his Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Radio Theatre Workshop. Hello! We're down in the green room. I forgot to say we we're going to come down to the green room after that song, but you know, seeing as things were going so smoothly tonight, I thought it would be, you know, I'll just leave it. Everyone knows what happens. But we're down. Good evening, green room for the mug. For the mug. mug. For the mug. 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 For the mug. mug. Now you may have noticed in that top trucker that um, Buck had a, a brand spanking new um, top trucker award. Did anyone catch what it was? Was it one for the greatest number of repeats? <laughs> I'm clearly leading the way in that one. No, it was of course a, a wonderful um, new um, thing that Antares Fusion himself has um, set up to capture. I had the details. Where are my details? Where are the details? I had them. Who's got them? Um, it's it's Thargoid Kills, isn't it? It is. Those details yes. aren't hiding in books, crevice, are they? I'm a I'm I am I am a an absolute dafty because um, here it was. It was Andy. And um, he was speaking to Buck and Dave that he would like to have a top trucker for um, the Thargoid kills um, and help um, encourage people to get involved in AX hunting and a bit of player versus player to keep the Thargoid incursion counts down because apparently they reached as high as 14 incursions. So it's definitely one of those um, new things that we want to see people get into. That's Andy Mustang. So if you are looking for Commander... Is Mustang here? He's not, is he? No, he's not. No, he no, he's not. That's Fletch with FTM. That confused me. Um, so get in touch with um, Commander... Uh, is it FTM Mustang? Is it FT Mustang? I can't remember now what his commander name is. But he has started this um, category up. Buck will be reporting on it every week. And it's another opportunity to get involved in more gameplay. If you're needing details, just keep putting a wee message out on the Discord. Or you can get in touch with Andy Mustang directly for advice of how to get involved. And if you're needing help with loadouts, etc. He'll be more than happy to help you get involved. Because he wants it to be a cool thing going forward. Um, get involved. That's what it is. Um, he's also running an event to see which trucker can get 10,000 Thargoid kills first. So, we'll be running this on the the Top Trucker Award, and then there'll be a big award for the first to get to 10,000 Thargoid kills. Um, We'll hopefully have the stats um, on a page. uh, Antares Fusion will sort that out and let us know. It might pop up in a minute and let us know when we're having a chat to see how you can find that information and see how you're doing... um, so the event, I think, is also listed on our uh, Facebook page. Um, so do check that out. FTM Mustang, that's right. I knew, I knew, I knew it was FTM. But it's FTM Mustang as opposed to FT Mustang, which makes no sense. So get involved. See if you can be the first to get to 10,000. You know what? I think I'll, chuck a, I'll chuck a wee mug into that as well. Because that sounds like a pretty damn massive prize pot that's required for such a stupid thing to do, to go out and try and take on 10,000 Thargoids. Do you know how many I've got under my belt? Kill notches. How many Thargoid notches are on my bedpost? None. None. (laughs) Not even the ones I accidentally crashed into. 
I don't even think I've done any damage to Thargoid. I need to get my act in order. Anyway, we're in the green room. We're going to have a chat. If you have something to share with us, if you're going to get involved, or even a question or anything, then please do, when we come to you, share that. If you have nothing that you wish to share, a quick for the mug will allow us to move on to the next person. And we're going to start right at the top, taking turns um, with, of course, Commander Ventura. Good evening to you. Good evening. How are we doing? Not bad. What's been happening uh, with you? Uh, work. Jet uh, uh, wash my, my decking, cut the grass, you know, usual bits and pieces. Um, well, you're really trying to make a challenge for me editing this show, aren't you? Tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a good edit. I'm, I, I'm I, glad I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, I had to cheat. I usually write them in post-it notes. I had to go to a full-size A4 sheet because of it. <laughs> Oh my god, it's been a, it's been a, it's been one of those nights, but um, yeah, well, yeah, good luck. <laughs> See Thank what you. you can do. Thank you. I have, um, and this uh, is boring for everybody else. I have uploaded as much of the media that we made separately uh, directly to media.forthemug.com, where you'll be able to have a listen to the flossy music as much as you want. If the earworm becomes infected then that's where you can go to get it. You can get our floor mopping guy piece. You can get uh, the everything, actually. All the um, content that we tend to have on the show will make its mm-hmm. way the up The Cecil there. stuff as well. Yes, the Cecil one is, um, what was it, Legless from last week. Yes. And that's up there too. So you can go and enjoy that. Uh, media.forthemug.com and you'll be able to find all of our um, content and stuff there. If you're in another group or you're doing your own stream, you are more than welcome to use these and play these. Um, doesn't really make much sense for you to have the hot pit intro, but you know maybe you can do a hot pit report or replay a hot pit report. Um, whatever, it's um, you know there for you guys to listen to. Right, sorry. What else, Venture? Uh, no, normally I just shoot. I play the show on my stream anyway, so I replay the whole show, well, the edited show on my stream anyway. So yeah. No, it's, it's, it's there for everyone to use, so, yeah, why not? Anyway, for the mug. Thank you. All right, I'm going to pass to Flossy. Oh, yes, right. Um, so we've got, well, Fletcher's for the mug. Are we Balzac? I'm not here, have we? Um, <laughs> well, it's not something we'd like to tell other people, is it, really? That's just our little secret, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, I was reading sure, you something get, get, and I got you get of... You get bored in the afternoons, don't you, Floss? Yeah. Uh, um, no, I'm, I've just done, been doing a bit of mining, so, so I'm just going to say for the mug. How's the kitchen? Very, very, very nearly finished. Just the oh, nice. lights to go in. It should be done beginning of next week. That's what I've been saying for weeks, isn't it? I will post I'm, pictures. I'm not jealous, honest. <laughs> I, I could buy a small luxury car for the cost of this. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, thank you anyway for the mug. And who are you going to pass over to? Uh, who am I going to pass over to? Um, Mr. Wotherspoon. And the next person on the list is Psycho Cow. Hello. What have Psycho Cow been up to? Oh, oh yeah, that's a good point. Shut up. Shut up. You're nearly finished, aren't you? Yeah, I've been nearly finished for a long time. Um, all we've got to do is put the tiles on the wall and decorate. <laughs> It's not much to do. Um, uh, no, Moof's doing a really good job, um, and it's it's looking amazing um, so far. What we've got done, so we just need him to be in fighting fit form, ready to go, and we're back on board. But this week, we uh, Moof and I sat uh, 
and wrote the lyrics out for these jingles and battered around with them until we got them fitting and working the way we wanted. So yep, I can appreciate his help with those and uh, apologies to everyone that lives with me that's had to put up with those annoying tunes being repeated and repeated and repeated and repeated and repeated. Um, <laughs> hence They're really nice tunes. Uh, that see, it, uh, really stay in your head. Yeah, I, I apologise because I didn't realise... It was such an earworm, uh, Flossie's intro, until I've not been able to get it out of my head all day. <laughs> all day, Listen to Flossie say. <laughs> yeah, it just keeps bouncing. Anyway, for the mug, thank you very much, Wotherspoon. I think it makes sense to pass over to me so that I can talk to you, Mr. Wotherspoon. Well, hello! Um, it's, it's nice to get a chance to speak on the show. Oops. Um, what have I been up to this week? I have got a little bit closer to Beagle Point. I'm now 22,000 light years away and making approximately 50 jumps a week towards getting there, which means that the sort of overlight um, method is, is way beyond me. Every time I come to a new system, all the things... Oh, you've got the scan. Everything about it. The scan completionist, is that what you are? Well, not not exactly, but there there have been so many water worlds and earth likes and um, terraformable. So I, I found a terraformable ice world quite unusual. Hmm. You're going to be so rich when you get back. If yeah. I get back, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, the trouble when? is, I, 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 w- I would like to, because, because I, I started on the... Um, the the dead end circumnavigation experiment a year ago uh, expedition excuse me a year ago and I had to give up after a while to come back to the bubble to do things and I was going to complete that starting at Beagle Point and going going uh, clockwise um, but if we have this um, convoy coming up then perhaps I need to hightail it straight back to the bubble after I get to a bit of a shame but you wouldn't want to miss the convoy you need an art. I do have an alt because the alt's what I use to take the take the. Can use that. Mega ship today. Could use that. I I, I think that's cheating in it. Yeah, it's not. But you're allowed to be, but once. Okay. Um. The the, the other thing I've been doing quite a lot of actually is edit, editing various podcast. Is that the Sajai one? Yes, issue twenty one came out today. Well, that's issue, issue 21, which is the May 3305 edition. Excellent. Well, you know, I have to compliment you. I know you, I know the mic is giving us a bit of a jip tonight, but that's fine. Oh, I'm so sorry. Don't yeah. panic about it. It's fine. But um, I, um, I have to compliment you on it because it is an excellent quality of podcast. Cool. I, 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 will, I will stop now, then, if the microphone's not behaving, and just say, for the mug. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, so that's the Sajai podcast, which you can get on iTunes. Um, I think they've got a website, but for the life of me, I'll get Pete to type it in so that we can read that out as well. Um, and uh, do check it out. So they did, uh, I think it was, I'm not sure, episode was seven, I think, was an interview with uh, Van Tian about the Hutton Truckers. Um, definitely worth a listen as they kind of bring uh, community um, content and in-game goings on to the uh, audio world so you can sit and listen to that one of us once you finish listening to all the Hutton Trucker stuff podcast.sagittarius-i.com uh, is where you can find that go and check it out thank you very much Peter um, 
<laughs> I'm going to let Debbie... And it means I screwed up there, because that means Debbie has to talk to himself. That's fine, he's used to it. I am very <laughs> used to it, yes, but I shall ask Flossie what you've been up to, my dear. Oh, well, what have I been up to? Not a great deal. I've uh, done a fair bit of uh, fuel lighting this week. Uh, been on a few wild goose chases. <laughs> um, I did hear about those, yes. Yeah. Turned out to be false alarms. One to uh, Beagle Point, which I was only 12 jumps away from. And one to Sagittarius A. And both of them seemed to be false alarm with the person in question logging out of the batch channel and not, no contact being made at all. So, anyway, it... Any number of reasons for it, you know, there could have been, so we don't judge. It's a call again, we'll, hope, we'll go back again. Yeah, I hope it was someone who had issues with their connection. Well, I hope so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have had a, one or two successful since then, so not too bad. Apart from earlier on the Xbox in the starting area where I had all sorts of problems. But... Um, yeah, I've done that I suppose quite a that few raises, this week. That raises the question, if the pl- new players are in the new players' area, mm-hmm. do you have fuel rats who can get in there just in case they want to draw? Well, yeah, I started an extra character because it's easy to do on Xbox. You just have to add a family member. So I did that and uh, created a, a commander just in the new area. But, uh, there aren't in many offers on Xbox in the new area. And I found myself in a position being the only one on before who could do it. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't succeed. But, um, yeah, it's, we don't get an awful lot in the starting area. But uh, for the ones that we do, then, yeah, I've got one there. Uh, at some point in the future when... Elite's on sale. I might get one for the starting area on PC. So I'm already getting comments about my number of different commanders. Have you caught up with King Hanky yet? <laughs> caught up with him? Um, on number of commanders. All right, no, I don't think so, no. It's just, uh, I keep getting uh, comments of my multi, multi-flosses in the, in the field that... <laughs> <laughs> You can't have too much flossy. That's what we all say. <laughs> oh, well, I like to keep my options open. Try to see him. I'm trying to catch up with the people at the top of the leaderboard. You see, I've got one guy there who's what, he's got thousands, and he's getting them all the time. I don't. I said to him the other day, "Do you ever sleep?" <laughs> I don't think I'll ever reach those heady heights. Maybe but he's anyway. cheating and using his family family on a rotor basis. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, he's good. Anyway, um, not really done much else. Uh, not even played a lot of WoW this week. Oh, of course, I did the uh, uh, rescuing in the, uh, the burning station. I did that. I forgot about that. <laughs> so that was but, quite um, a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Yes, I enjoyed doing this. Uh, just for a change. Oh, other than that, follow the mug. Thank you very much. I think that puts us back to Mr. Psycho Cow. Oh, thank I think you. It does. It does. 
Um, and I'm going to have a chat with you then, Dead Meat. How have you been and what have you been up to? I've not had masses of game time this week. I did go and do some of the uh, the rescue stuff for LCU. Okay, yes. Excellent. Um, that was that, oh, crikey. I, I love doing the rescues and burning stations. It's so much fun. It is. I, I did get blasted halfway across the station by one of the explosions, which was quite fun. <laughs> It's annoying. If it had been all the way across, it's less fun. <laughs> yes, that can be quite frustrating. I remember trying to land my Type Nine in there with no shields. <laughs> it was uh, it was rocky. I've seen you trying to fly your Type Nine, <laughs> and yes, <laughs> anytime. Yes, true. <laughs> you don't uh, need the distraction of an exploding station. Just, yes, you almost to the pad. Yeah. Oh, now I'm not. Um, okay. Well, what, what, uh, I take it it went well for you. I, yeah, I, I think I got about halfway up the, the fastest flight from the station to the rescue ship and had a bit of fun doing that and got a fair few missions in and then whizzed back to Hag Holt to go and fly some very fussy and p- particular passengers knocking about because they're all VIPs who want special treatment. Yeah. Um, but I hear we're getting slightly better missions tonight, so hopefully we can start making a bit of a dent in there. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because the hag. Uh, no. Sorry. Go on. No, I was going to say the hag hole is the is the mission of the flavour of missions at the moment, isn't it? It's is this we we'd like that. We need to make more jokes about hag holes and various things. So, but yes, apart <laughs> from that, that's for the mug, really. Great, thank you very much. Um, back to you, uh, Flossie. Uh, yep. So I get to talk to Lenin. How's your way been? Oh, hello. Hello. Been busy at work as usual. I managed to get some sea of thieving in though, so it's not yeah. all bad. Oh, good. Other than that, well, for the bug. Well, you know, you know, you're going to mention Leningrad. Oh yeah. Well, I mentioned that last week. Oh, you did. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, and. Uh, but uh, it wasn't, well, it wasn't feel free. Easy. You can mention it. Twice. We can mention it twice if you want to. What? If I had a station, <laughs> I'd be naming it every damn week. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to be humble, I suppose. <laughs> No, I'll practice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. For the mug. Mr. Wotherspoon. You want me to try to speak? Yeah. Hear me. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. In which case, it's Letho Breaker. Litho Breaker. Litho. Litho Breaker. Yeah. This means, this means rock breaking. Yeah, so yeah. breaking using rocks. Breaking using rock. Rapid deceleration using grass. Oh, instant deceleration. Indeed. On arriving at the planetary surface. Exactly. Lovely. So what have you been up to this week? Uh, Travelling up and down the country. I've been um, busy with work, unfortunately. I was uh, down at head office for a meeting about Skype for business. What a wonderful application. That's, Thank you, Matt. So, so once you've got Skype for business, you won't need to travel anymore. Oh, we've, w- the problem is we've got Skype for business. We just don't have a working Skype for business. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... Uh, so it's, so, it's so bit... when somebody calls you on Skype, you need to go and visit them to find out what they said? Exactly, yes. That's very much what's happening at the moment, unfortunately. So, yeah, well, I spent uh, three days down in uh, the Oxford area, which is, well, it's a nice place, and it was a decent hotel, and it's nice, friendly staff, but... Uh, not a lot of time for playing elite, unfortunately. So uh, yeah, I'm um, just going to have to fill the mug this week. Mug, 
Mug. Who would like to go next? Yeah, it's me to talk to Night Ranger. How's your week been? If you're talking, we're not hearing you. Yep, yeah, I'm not sure you're No. No. In that case, I get the signal honour of moving straight on to Odie. How are you doing? How has your week been? How much soup have you made? Oh, oh that, right. was that Did the, I surprise you there, Odie? Come on. Oh, yeah, slightly. But anyways, I made another gallon of soup this week. So I got, and I just got back from the store, actually. Walked in a few minutes ago from getting two more gallons worth of stuff to make soup. And I and I walked up once I walked in I just put everything away, got a bowl, put the cold soup in a bowl, and walk walked on over. Delicious. But anyway, so so you wanted guys wanted some puns. I I think the word wanted is probably a bit strong, but we're, okay. we're seven. Go on. But anyways, what was I talking about haikus and all that? Mm. I thought you some during a live the uh, green room. Somebody was they mentioned haikus or something. They may they may very well have done it, but uh, sounds a bit highbrow for most of the people in the green room. Anyways, uh, regardless, this week my jokes about origami. Okay. Why was the origami master so bad what at poker? Ha-ha, yes. Because he kept, kept folding. folding. <laughs> yeah, they keep, because he kept folding every hand. Did you hear about the origami industry? No. Nope. Folded. Their business Use is increasing. Oh, God. Oh, I thought it was going oh. to be that, and I, oh, I hoped it wasn't, but it was. Yes, lovely. I got a, a rejection letter from Origami University today. I'm not sure what to make of it. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> the, and also, I realized I've heard a fact: the population of the popularity of origami has increased tenfold. Hmm. See, so quit while you were ahead. That <laughs> the third one was yeah. really good. What's the difference between origami and a grandpa passing wind? A grandpa passing wind and origami. One is the art of the fold, the other the fart. <laughs> oh, I was wrong. You had another good one waiting. That'd be good. Is is that it? I got one more. I just got to rewrite what it down. Hot Once I completed my final exam in one of my classes I had this last year, my professor told me to turn into one of the teaching assistants. Good thing I've been practicing my origami. Yeah. Hot in orbital radio. We really are very, very sorry. <laughs> well, you had, yeah, I think you had three really good ones in there. That's Odie, Odie, yeah. did you hear about the origami porn channel? What? It's pay-per-view only. Pay-per-view. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God. It's getting infectious. Oh yeah, and uh, move. So I'm going to the reverse origami championship tomorrow. 
Can't seem to wait to can't wait to see how it unfolds. <laughs> Why can't the man be bothered to look at the origami mountain? For the bank! 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 Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Woody. Oh, God, where are we, Steve? Dead mate. I get to ask Pillbox, what have you been up to? Hello. Um, well, a friend of mine from Texas came over last Friday, so we went up to Cardiff and we see some old punk bands, which is pretty cool because they were from the like, late 70s, early 80s, and it's kind of weird being like one of the youngest people there. They had a lot of fun. <laughs> came back on the Sunday. I ended up playing Sea of Thieves with Cow and Susie and I can't remember who else. <laughs> and I was super drunk, and I think I annoyed them that night, actually. Playing's a very, <laughs> a very strong word that You're suggests saying? you had the ability to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't yeah. annoy us, but it was funny, wasn't it? Well, um, I don't remember most of it. So. <laughs> well, you missed a big uh, drunken boss fight. I remember bits of it. Not sure. I actually think I recorded it on my hard drive somewhere. I have to look at it. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, you were streaming most of it as well. I can't remember if I was streaming or recording. You probably were. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so that was that. And then, funny enough, actually I've been doing, which I've been meaning to do for ages, tonight I've actually been doing some of my engineering. I don't know if you saw in the stream. It's, that's, I think I, I leveled up twice uh, with Felicity Farsi, and that's the most engineering I've ever done. And I'm, I've been playing this since beta. <laughs> it just shows you how far behind I am. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much been me for the week. So I'll say for the mug. For the mug. Awesome. Uh, well, I can go and chat to Waz and finish up that part of the room. I think we've tidy up the green room and we'll get him up there. <laughs> and then we'll have a wee clue about the theme, apparently. Um, I'm not sure what Dave's saying either. He's being cryptic to us, which never helps. Just spell it out so that I've got a clue. Oh, Sean's on it. Right, so Waz, good evening to you. How are you? I'm finally got my new PC up and running after redowning everything. Ouch. I have. Yeah. But it's just fun trying to get the Hutton helper to run properly at the moment. Hmm. That's normally quite an easy bit of software. You're talking to Dunce here. Right. I didn't realise that was your real name. Yeah, last time I checked, I think. <laughs> <laughs> have you had yeah, a word with Intarius? Because got... I'm sure he can easily talk you through whatever your problems are. Well, sorry, no, not with yet. the hot and helper. Your, your problems, are your, they're yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just getting back into Elite, because I had to explode my ship, which was quite far to get this up and running properly. Oh. So, oh well. So I think I'll just do some work back in the bubble. So at the moment, I'm on the hag hole, so I've just gone to the base to do some work instead of the station. Good man. That yeah. might cause some mischief. Dave, Dave's correcting me in saying it's was, not was. No, no, it's was, not was. They did walk the dinosaur, didn't they? Whatever. <laughs> I've been called worse than that. And don't even start, cow. <laughs> For the mug. I don't know what you like. Thank you very much, Paz. It's good to see you back. Um, were you in last week? Mm? Were you in here last week? I've slept since then, remind me. Oh no, were you here last No, Not so much what happened last week. I was just checking to see. Because uh, I don't think I've seen yeah, you for a wee while. Sink. Yeah, I was. Good. That's good. And things are all good with you. Yep. Except for having a cluster migraine, which I'm on medication for now. Oh, migraine's the worst. Yeah, when this one makes me want me to be physically sick, yeah. 
Oh, well, well, sorry to hear that. Well, I hope that improves. And like I said, for the mug. For the mug, thank you very much. Um, well, that kind of concludes our green room. Sean, what's Dave talking about? Well, this week's theme is one of his specials. It's cryptic. There is a single word that's related to each of the tunes, but they don't have anything in common beyond that. Okay, there's one word that can be used to describe part of the title or the band of each of the tunes, and it's one word. So let's try let's try go through this so far. Rimsky Korsakov's Flight of the Bumblebee from the Tale of Tsar Sultan. Okay. Groovy Train The Farm. Sexuality, Billy Bragg. Guillotine, the Wombats. And maybe the next tune, as we run back up, will uh, give us a little bit more of a clue. It's Industrial Disease by Dire Straits. Yeah. Is it? I should really press play, shouldn't I? <laughs> That's <It> was... useful. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in a minute. Eddie Lee Wise here. Our family-run business looks after all your sartorial needs. Whether you need something to turn your pink python purple, or you want to wrap your buns up in a nice tight flight suit, Millsburn Ken can sort you right out. He's an expert at inside leg, and my wife Barb's is a whiz with a sewing machine. Bespoke tarting for you and your ship. Visit Eddie and Sons, plus me daughters, at Lave Station. Right, sir. Cough, please. <coughs> So, Sar Farm, Sexuality, Guilty, Industrial. That's the uh, clue words you're looking for. We have a guesser. Ooh, okay. Right guesser. Yeah, it's a, the, our favourite guesser. Uh, it's getting, it's pretty close. Uh, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting the information from on the individual songs. It's not quite right on the second one. But I can actually understand why, because I had the same thought. So, it the same thought that I had as well. Um, yes. Oh no, no, no. Sorry, the, the oh. um, it's not on that one. It's on the 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 second tune. It was the different part of the um, of the t- of the of the is name that was in there. Groovy train the farm that we're talking. Yes, it is. Mm, but it but wasn't. Some, the, it wasn't the same. People- Oh yeah, okay. I can see, I can see three different ways that it could apply to the theme now. Yes, I, and I think we should be um, lenient. Okay. Because otherwise, nobody's going to get it. No, I want. I want to see if somebody else can actually get the exact one. Give them. Give yourself a few minutes. We actually have a special prize this week. What? We do. Is it boobs? So, no, that would be two special prizes. <laughs> I meant the theme. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. <laughs> Uh, no, no. So Lithobreaker is almost exactly there, and if we don't get a better guess soon, then It'll, we'll have to yeah, give it to him. to him. No worries. Well, what about Moof? Um, Moof, who's been hiding up here, uh, we didn't get a chance to see what you've been up to, so we're going to talk to you while we wait for any more guesses. So last chance, guys, get your guesses in quick, and you can. Would it, this mystery would it be place. a good idea? Would it be a good idea to give away the name of the last song? Um, sure, the, the, the last uh, song is um, going to be Roll Over Beethoven by uh, the fantabulous Chuck Berry. No, it's not Rasputin, although that's a very good suggestion, Hales. 
Chuck Berries. Chuck Berries, yes. So what, you been up to? Yeah. You... what have you been up to? What have you been up to? Yeah, apart from... What have I been up to? Yeah. <laughs> We've been writing rude stuff about Flossie. <laughs> yeah, <we've> been... <laughs> <laughs> rude stuff. And hiding it in lyrics and songs. I see. I'll have to read that again. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and anything... Have you? Because you've been back in game again, haven't you? You've been out in your ship. I have, but I, I'm finding, unless there's other people online, I'm rubbish. I can tell you something else. Because, like, like, the, the, like I, you, you, there's no cargo floating about in space. You've got, you got blue bits off, off, off the, the asteroids. Right. Okay. I see your problems. You're, 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 <laughs> you're not just crap on your own, you're, you're crap. I made eight million, which is the most I've ever made in that game, just on my, my wee own. But that's it was not lonely. bad. That's not bad going actually for you. Yeah, I know. That's really impressive. It only cost me two ships. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness me! Uh, any more guests? Shields are important. Show? If any, if anyone doesn't know, like, like, if you think, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to go into combat. I don't need shields. I'm just going to go into an asteroid belt and pick up stuff. So get rid of the shields and let's put in 64 more cargo. Not a good idea. No. Because you can't get back there fast enough to re-pick it back up again. Yeah. Shields are kind of sometimes important. Not always, but sometimes they're they're definitely advised. I mean, it's quite exploded, the game. Oh, you're doing void opals, are you? No, no, but just just crashing into suns and and, and uh, <laughs> you mean asteroids. Your ship's quite exploding. I see. I'm misunderstood. <laughs> oh, it's almost as if it's flammable. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's that's unusual. How are we doing, Sean? Have we managed to um, pick up? Uh... We have. <laughs> Excellent. Have have we have we uh, surped Little Breaker? Uh, no, because it was oh. Litho Breaker who, who Litho Breaker went out and corrected the, the missing item. Okay. Oh. Well, congratulations, Litho Breaker. I saw that um, it was it Commander I Am Ezra has um, stuck a guess on the Twitch chat there. Um, so let's just go through these and explain uh, what's going on. He said, scrolling up, knowing fine well that the explanations are not up there, um, but the theme is. So we had the wonderful Rimsky Korokov's flight of the bumblebee from the tale of Tsar Sultan. Uh, Tsar, the Tsar, the Tsar um, was the key word there. Uh, we have Groovy Train and the Farm with the, um, well, that's the one that people are struggling with, wasn't it? Yeah, but Farm is definitely the key word. Yeah, so... Sexuality by Billy Bragg. Guillotine by Wombat's Guillotine being, yes, an interesting sort of tool of this theme. Uh, industrial uh, Disease by Dire Straits. Uh, Roll Over Beethoven by Chuck Berry. Um, well, let's start with uh, the tale of the Tsar. What, how does that fit into our theme? Go and give us the reveals. Well, we need to say what the theme is. Well, I can no. tell you. Tell us, tell, it, tell, okay. tell, tell us what it what it might be. Go, 
Is it something? The Tsar was involved in the Russian Revolution. Ah. And then we had... Oh, he was involved in a non-voluntary way. Well, yes, in a, in, for a short period. Yes. Got machine gun to death, you know. Yeah. And then we had the groovy train in the farm, which I imagine would be an agricultural um, revolution. Correct. And then, of course, the sexual revolution that we're all still going through. I think... Um, Every couple of days, Moof likes to turn around in circles naked. Um, I think that's what a sexual revolution is. <laughs> uh-huh. I does that. <clears throat> I can just make it sexual. And <laughs> revolting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, turning our stomach isn't the same. <laughs> uh, of course, then we had the uprising of the koalas and the wombats in Australia uh, when they uh, took back... But the Australian Revolution. Yes, um... <laughs> well, of course, it was Slap. guillotine uh, being a tool of the French Revolution, um, a well-documented uh, tool of the French Revolution, um, used often to, well, you know, take the um, the sort of aristocrats down a few inches. The, the Wombats also have a song called Turn, which is about turning. Oh, is it? There you go. Yeah. Two links, there you go. The Industrial Revolution, of course, which led to disease and gave people a very bad dose of the dire straits. And um, then I'm, I'm a little bit confused by the rollover Beethoven. That's a very simple one after the reveal, because rolling is a revolution. Oh, God. Yeah, I think it, it was probably late at night when Dave got to that one. So there we go. Congratulations. Can we see what uh, Little Breaker has won? When Grant rolls over, he changes postcode. <laughs> 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 Maybe swear on air. <laughs> yeah. When you roll over, he's got nowhere to park his bicycle. <laughs> I just tie it to the post. The, the, Little Breaker, what you have won is a new... Uh, yet another decal, decal sticker thing. Ooh. Yes, and it's got a, a flask on it and an atom. Ooh. And it comes from our friends at Canon. Is non, that non, a non. dodeca decal? No, no. Uh, no, go figure. Okay. So, so Litha Breaker, if you could email I took part at huttonorbital.com, please, and... Uh, Mention this, and you can get your canonical decacalogon. Spectacular. So, yes, get in touch, Litho. We know you are. We know where you live. Um, all right. Well, then it just remains for us to thank everybody who was involved with the show. Thank you very much to Floor Mopping Guy for speaking to Harry Balzac. Um, thank you to my support crew tonight, uh, Flossie, Pete Witherspoon popping in, Dead Meat, and, of course, um, Harry Balzac, uh, Commander Ventura and Pillbox, and even the Royal King Hanky himself for supplying us with some wonderful video feeds. Um, Pete, again, for your galnets. Uh, of course, Buck for showing us that any grown man can render your stomach contents empty with just a mere flash of his hairy. Right, um, and so thank you to Buck for that as well. Thanks to everyone who got involved in the script writings as well, and Moof for um, helping out with the new intro lyrics. 
Yeah, screw you very much. <clears throat> right, so we're going to play out with Rollover Beethoven, but we're also going to bid you a very good night. We'll see you next week. I won't be here next week. I'm off. I'm going to be away for the next two weeks, actually, because next week is... I know. I know. What, what do you know? I know. It's an occasion next week, isn't it? Well, it's not really, but Tuesday's an occasion next week, but hopefully be... Yeah. But the following week, I have uh, Commander Shouty up in the neck of the woods, and we are going to go and see Bill Bailey putting on a show um, on oh. the Thursday night. And then on the Saturday night... I, I don't want to interrupt, but there should be nothing in this show that ever starts with, I've got Shouty up. <laughs> ah. Shouty will be visiting. It sounds like I'm getting a period if I say that, though. Anyway... <laughs> And then, and then, and Shouty's then, coming to do some painting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, un- Uncle <laughs> Uncle Dave's coming for a visit <laughs> <laughs> on the Saturday night. So we're going to go and do some uh, major meat, meat munching uh, on the Saturday night as well. So it's going to be a, a busy week. So we might need uh, one of uh, we might need our, our dear old Sean to uh, to run the show, and we'll maybe need some volunteers from you guys out there if you want to get involved. Whether you can, create... I'm coming for you. <laughs> that was a very scary sound. <laughs> oh, that's what reminds me of the last time. Uh, and um, it wasn't four. Uh, right, and you've aroused the shouty. <laughs> uh, we'll be. You um, say my name three times on air, Pierre. Yeah, if you want to write an article about what you're up to in game, or even if you're in another group and you have a story you'd like to share with us, every story that we can uh, have written by the talent that is out there is a little bit of help for our poor old brains. Not that I ever write anything, but um, <laughs> we do have uh, a lot of pressure. How do you find that pressure, Sean? Because Dave, obviously is a majorly mental um, brain fart falls on the page and appears in the form of text on a weekly basis. How, how yes, it doesn't It doesn't come out quite as easily. It's, uh, there's a little bit of straining involved, shall we say, and I, and I need a bit of time to go back and re- revise it a few times. And I, I, My brain doesn't go off with the fairies like his does. Yeah. You can always see the reality through my scripts. His, you've got no idea what he's talking about. No, but it's all fun. So if you want to get involved, please get in touch. You can send an email to itookpart at hutnorbital.com. Uh, if you want to come on the show and have a chat, if you've got something you're wanting to shout out about Claire Helen, that's an open invite. If you want to come and talk about Dusty Bento Balls, we would love to have you on. Um, and again, for uh, Mr Mustang, if you want to come in and give a big shout out to your AX hunting wings, we'd love to have you. And as for the apology officer, well, you know, we're sorry. We're just yeah, sorry. Just sorry. Very, very sorry. Uh, but though, oh, uh, talking of the apology officer, I should just mention that the original uh, script for the mopping floor guy was written by the apology officer. Uh, I just gave it the Balzac twist. <laughs> you just gave a twist on the Balzac, okay. Right, um... <laughs> Jesus. Right, good evening, everyone. Thank you very much. Remember, we do this every week... <laughs> I don't know why, but I think it's for the mug or something like that. And we look forward to hearing how Ventura makes this into some kind of commonsensical dialogue. Um, does anyone want to throw anything in that uh, Ventura needs to edit out? <laughs> See, I'm not the one to talk about going eating meat and shouting. I'm going to mute my microphone just now. <laughs> 
All right, until next time, we will see you then. Fly safe, fly great. Have be I. We haven't got a wee catchphrase. I'm just going to shut up and press That's the button. That's a different show. Yeah, and if you can't do that. If you can't do that, fly dangerous. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Two. Dignified for a... Too dignified. He's a man. He's the presence of a man. Too dignified for a comedy name, but he's not. Too dignified for a screwed up intro. The ever forthcoming Commander Witherspoon. First tonight, we have reports coming into this very radio station that the scourge of decades past, the black fat felines indigenous population of Riort, log throughout... Log throughout? Log... Uh, <clears throat> the indigenous population of Riort. Wayfarer... Waypoint Wayf... <laughs> Should we just give up for tonight? Waypoint Wayfarers wander westward. <coughs> Who is NS? Is it meant to be LS? Initiative indicator hey. is donated decal. <laughs> I did it. Oh, we didn't. didn't. We didn't hear. George, hold on. Right, let's try this one again. Ready for you, ready, Flossie? Now, normally we would say that it'll be all right in the edit, but frankly, I think that's beyond us. Uh, <laughs> just get my teeth in. <coughs> Find out what's wrong. No. Find out what what with hut and space. We need people to work for Jacks in Fort Smog. Fort Mug, because I dropped the controller. I've got to try and work it with my buttons. <laughs>